the Piccolo Pod Squad. Now let's go inside and see who is here today. Let's get this Piccolo Pod underway. Hello, Piccolo Pod Squad. Coming up on this episode, Percy Piccolo's doing his best to help the contestants win the Super Deluxe Caravan in the game show, What's That Noise? No, we're not a lot. We'll be giving a lecture on punk music. There's a very important person in the crowd for Gibson the Lamb and his travelling band. Bruschetta Pomodoro's got the latest headlines in the Piccolo Pod news. And for you lucky Piccolo Pod Squad members over in the Patreon zone, we've got Mr. Piccolo's Word of the Week, as well as the Piccolo Pod blog, where Mr. Piccolo will be bringing you up to date with what's been going on in his life for the last couple of weeks. That's all coming up in this episode's Piccolo Pods. Let's get this Piccolo Pod underway. Oh, hello Piccolo Pod Squad, I'm at the fun fair with Papa Piccolo today. We've been having a great time, we've been on the big wheel and the dodgers, but I can't seem to find him now. I just went off to buy some candy floss and I said meet me at the carousel and he's not there. I hope he's okay, I'm going to have to try and find him. While I do that, why don't you pop down to the Piccolo Pod Auditorium and see how Percy Piccolo's getting on in the game show, What's That Noise? Let's Welcome along to What's That Noise, the game show where you have to guess what's that noise. Now there's a super deluxe caravan up for grabs today if one of these super contestants can get the answer right. Let's meet them now. First up is Clever Trevor. Hello, Percy. You're sounding very optimistic today, Trevor. What? You mean I sound like someone who does eye tests? No, that's an optician you're thinking of there, Trevor. Optimistic is someone who's confident or self-assured. Self-a-what? Self-assured, someone who's feeling cocksure, someone who's feeling optimistic. Ah, you mean a person who tests your eyes? No, as I just explained, Trevor, you're thinking of an optician. I said optimistic, someone that... Do you know what? It doesn't matter. That's Clever Trevor, everybody. Let's see who Trevor's playing against today. It's our very own Elaine the Brain. Hello, Percy. Now, it's funny you should mention this because I went to visit my optimistic this week. What? Excuse me? I went to visit my optimistic this week. She's optimistical. What? I don't think that's a thing. Yes. She said there were great rewards coming for me this week, but I should beware of the snow. Uh, do you think she was talking about the Super Deluxe Caravan? Oh, I'd never thought about that, Trevor. Yes, could be. But why should should you beware of the snow? There's no such thing as an optimistic now. Can we get on with the show? What time is it? It's time for What's That Noise? Fingers on the buzzers, play along at home. What's that noise? Let's hear it one more time. Clever Trevor, what do you think? Is it the sound of me eating my Weetabix? If that's the sound of you eating your Weetabix, Trevor, I think you need to add a little bit more milk. No, I'm afraid it's the wrong answer. <laughs> Alone the brain, enlighten me with your pearls of wisdom. These aren't pearls, Percy, they're fake. I brought them at a very reasonable price from Primark. Well, thanks for that. 
Have you got an answer? Oh, yes, and here it is. Great. That is the sound of Alfie, my postman, coming up the driveway on a winter's day. So let me get this straight. Your answer is Alfie the postman. I think you're meant to call them mail carriers these days. Why would Alfie be carrying a man? No, I don't think he means carrying a mail like the male of the human species. I think the word mail in this particular scenario refers to the letters or the packages held by the mail carrier. I'm very confused. Is it Alfie the postman or not? You mean Alfie the mail carrier? He doesn't carry men. It's the wrong answer. Trevor, Trevor, what you got? Uh, um, just the usual, you know, sherbet lemons. Now, uh, Trevor, we've been through this before, haven't we? It's not what have you got in your pockets, it's what answer have you got for me? Uh, is it something crunchy? Well, yes, I think we've established that from the noise. Ah, is it a crunchy? As in the honeycomb-based chocolate bar. Uh, I don't know anything about honeycomb, but it's a chocolate full of crunch. Yes, the crunchy stuff inside the crunchy is called honeycomb. But honey's runny. Well, actually, there's not any honey in honeycomb. It's made of sugar and bicarbonate of soda. What, and the bees make it? No, it's, it's the wrong answer. Elaine, what's your answer? Is it the sound of attrition walking up my drive on a winter's day? Attrition? What is attrition? You know, Eric Trition. He comes to fix my fuse box and my plugs when they're broken. You mean an electrician? Yes, Eric Trition. No, his name's not Eric. He's an electrician. Uh, yeah, I think I know Eric Trition as well. Maybe you should focus on the walking up your drive on a winter's day more. <laughs> Trevor. Percy. Have you got an answer for us? Oh, sorry, I thought you were just pleased to see me. I'm always pleased to see you, Trevor, but we do need an answer. Is it a dime bar? They're pretty crunchy. No. (laughs) Elaine the Brain, have you got the correct answer for us? Obviously, I'm a little bit optimistic about this. That's it. The optimistic. Beware of the snow. Of course. I've got it. Oh. Beware of the snow. Right. Hmm. Okay. That is the sound of a very scary snowman walking up my driveway on a winter's day. (sighs) I'm afraid it's the wrong answer. Oh, and that sound means we're out of time. Audience at home, did you get it right? Of course. It was the sound of footsteps in the snow. I'll see you next time, Piccolo Pod Squad, for more Watch That Noise! Ah, I'll ask this man if he's seen Papa Piccolo. Excuse me, sir, I'm looking for an elderly gentleman. He wears a little flat cap and he's got some glasses on. Oh, no, I can't say I've seen anyone fitting that description. Sorry, got my hands full a bit here. That's a lot of hot dogs you're holding there. Are you feeding the family? No, they're all for me. Well, I might save one for dressing. Depends if she's back from the toilet in time. Well, if you do see a man fitting that description, can you tell him to meet me at the carousel? Will do. Thanks. Excuse me, can I get two more hot dogs to go, please? Just in case these aren't quite enough. Right, Piccolo Pod Squad, I'm going to carry on looking for Papa Piccolo. But while I do that, why don't you head into the classroom and see what Noah Notalot's lecturing about today? Okay, two thieves, could you just quiet them down, please? Two thieves, could we have a bit of silence, please? Two thieves. Two thieves, Mr. Notalot is in the building and I'm ready for our lesson. Could you please quiet them down? Two thieves. 
2.30, my auntie Dorothy is visiting for a week and she arrives tomorrow, so I was up last night dusting the house because she's very, very particular about how things look. Now, can we please be quiet? Thank you. And if anybody wants any pork chops, come and see me after the lesson because Auntie Dorothy does not like any meat in the house. Now, today we are going to be looking at punk music. But before we do that, let's listen to an example of some punk music. Now, punk music was invented by a man called Henry James Hines in 1869, who also went on to invent baked beans. Sir? Yes, what is it, Longbottom? Mr Hines had nothing to do with the invention of punk music. The punk scene emerged in America and the United Kingdom in the mid-1970s. Yes, that might be factually correct, but let's just take a moment to appreciate the impact Mr Hines had on the world of baked beans. Okay, now you can only hear punk music in South America and it's very recognisable by its black fur and the ginger markings on its face and chest. Sir? Yes, what is it, Longbottom? I think what you're describing there is the spectacled bear which is native to South America and has absolutely nothing to do with punk music. I may have crossed my wires, let me just check my notes. Punk music is very recognisable by its fast-paced songs with hard-edged melodies and the instrumentation is usually pretty pretty basic and the singers often shout about political things that they're not happy with. That sounds a bit like my auntie Dorothy when she found half a pound of turkey mince in my fridge. Thank you Longbottom for that insight. Now the leader of the punk music scene is someone called Punk. She has had worldwide success with songs like There You Go, Most Girls and the collaborative single Lady Marmalade. Sir? Yes, what is it Longbottom? I think you're thinking of the female American singer Pink! And Pink is the leader of the punks. No, she sings pop and R&B. So who's the leader of the punks? Is it Mr Hines? Punks are very recognisable by their fashion. They wear ripped t-shirts with slogans on, ripped jeans and boots. The punk look was inspired to shock people and their hair would be made into colourful spikes that stood up called a mohawk and would be different colours. I'm just checking my notes there, Longbottom. You may be correct. So there were many punk bands that were on the scene in the 1800s. 1970s! In the 1900s. It was the 1970s! As I said, the 1970s. And they had names like Loafer, Derby, Sneakers, Platform, Oxford and Shucker. Sir? Longbottom, do you want to come up here and take this lesson instead of me? Because I'm the teacher. Now please be quiet. Sir, but what you've just named there is just lots of styles of shoe. So espadrilles are not a punk band? Not to my knowledge. The early punk bands of the 1970s were bands like the New York Dolls, Television, Patti Smith, Ramones, Sex Pistols, The Clash and The Damned. And don't forget the flip-flops. That's another type of shoe. Oh, is it? Now, can I interest anybody in some pork chop before you go? It's three for a fiver or four for four pounds. No, that can't be right. Anybody want pork chop? I've also got a side of ham. Beef brisket. I'll ask this strange-looking man dressed in a caveman outfit. Oh, tasty. Excuse me, sir, I'm looking for an elderly gentleman dressed in a tweed jacket and he carries a walking stick. Oh, oh 
but I don't think you meant to eat the tokens. The tokens are for getting on fairground rides. Oh, tasty. Well, you really shouldn't be eating plastic, sir. I don't think this man's going to help me find Papa Piccolo. Oh, well, I'm going to have to carry on looking for him. And while I do that, why don't you listen to the latest adventures of Gibson the Lamb and his travelling band? I'm Gibson the Lamb and I play guitar. Gibson, the crowds are getting very upset out there. We should have been on stage 20 minutes ago. Yeah, I know that, Snaky Dave, but I can't find my guitar. Have you asked Telecastor if he has it? You mean Telecastor, our useless roadie, who's meant to get our instruments on stage ready for us, but he's useless? Yes, Telecastor, our useless roadie. Why is it we haven't got ourselves a new Rosie? Well, because he's got a van, ain't he? And we need his van to get around the country. Ah, Gibson, Snakey Dev, why are you not on the stage? The crowd are doing the booing. Oh, hello, Telecastor. Good of you to turn up. I can't find my guitar. Where you been? Ah, I have been in the pubs, Yadon, playing the cricket. We don't have that sport in France. It's very interesting. This ain't no time to be playing cricket, Telecastor. I need my guitar. Tony from Sony is here tonight and we want him to watch us. If Tony from Sony likes our band, he's going to sign us to his record company. And then we can be the rock stars we've always dreamt of being. But we're already 20 minutes late on stage and he's a very busy man. I am afraid I have not seen the guitar. I have been playing the cricket with the boys. I hold the bat by the neck and then when the bowler bowls the ball at me, I hit the ball with the body of the bat and sometimes it makes a twang. Cricket bats don't twang. This cricket bat of yours, take a store. Really? You say you hold it by the neck. This is correct. And are there strings on the neck? We, really? I believe it has the six strings. And you say it twangs when the ball hits it. Ah, we, oui, Mr. Gibson, sometimes if I hit it for a six, it plays the A minor. And is this cricket bat of yours bright red? We? Oui? Do you play the cricket too? No, that's Gibson's guitar. Ah, I remember now. We didn't have the bat, so I borrowed your guitar. Well, would you go and get it quick as you can, please? Me and Snakey Dave need to get on stage. Pronto. Ah, we oui, will. Oui. I shall va va voom. Remember the time we woke up in the back of Telecasaur's van in Cornwall because he wanted a Cornish pasty and he didn't realise you could buy them from any service station? Yeah, I remember that. We were due on stage in Stockport, weren't we? Yes, and we missed that gig because of Telecasaur and Tony from Sony was there expecting to see us. Yeah, you're right, Dave. That was disappointing. And what about the time he drove us into the sea because he had the map upside down and we ended up floating all the way to France? Yeah, we were meant to be playing in Southampton that night weren't we? We missed Tony from Sony that day too. If it wasn't for Telecastor, we'd probably be rich and famous by now. Yeah, but Snakey Dave, he's got a van, hasn't he? As Mr Gibson, I have the guitar for you. I'm afraid it has a few dents in it. Nice one, Telecastor. Right, let's do this. Let's give it our best shot, Gibson. We need to impress Tony from Sony. Does Tony from the Sony wear the black suit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always got his black suit on. And he carries the briefcase? Oh yeah, no, he never leaves home without his briefcase. And does he drive the very fast sports car? Yeah, he's got a fabulous sports car. Ah, 
I think he just left. Well, that's just great, isn't it? We've ruined our chances of becoming rock stars again. Never mind, Snakey Dave. The show must go on. Uh, I don't suppose you have the spare guitar I could use for the cricket. The boys are waiting for me in the pub garden. You could use one of my drumsticks, Telecastor. Ah, mercy, Snakey Dave. Ladies and gentlemen, slightly later than scheduled, please welcome to the stage... Gibson the Lamb and his travelling band. Right, we're up, Snakey Dave. Let's go. I'm Gibson the Lamb and I play guitar. I don't dream about counting sheep. I dream of being a rock star. Squad members who are on the Patreon app are off to the Patreon zone where there's Mr. Piccolo's Word of the Week and the Piccolo Pod blog. Those of you listening on the free feed, hang around because we've still got the Piccolo Pod news coming up and we need to find Papa Piccolo. There's loads of bonus content on the Patreon app. Hours and hours of all your favourite characters. Ask your mummy or daddy to sign up for £4 a month and become a Piccolo Podsquad member. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Ah, I'll ask this man here, he looks quite sensible. Excuse me, sir, I'm looking for an elderly gentleman who's wearing a flat cap and a tweed jacket. Have you seen someone like that around? Uh, a flat cap? Is that a type of bird? No, it's a type of hat. What? And birds wear them? No, it's just a type of hat that people wear. I take it you haven't seen him. So you say he's an elderly gentleman? Yes, that's right. And he's got a flat cap? Yes. And he wears a tweed jacket? Yes, that's right. Have you seen him? Uh, no, I've been looking for the fun fair actually. Have you seen it? This is the fun fair. You're at it now. Oh, is it? I did wonder what all this was. I thought somebody was just having a street party. Strange. Anyway, if you do see him, can you tell him to meet me at the carousel? The carousel? What? Who's Caris? It doesn't matter. Okay, bye. Oh, this is not going well. I hope he's okay. While I carry on looking for him, why don't you listen to the Piccolo Pod News? Piccolo's News. The newest news that we knows now. Good evening. My name is Bruschetta Pomodoro, and here are tonight's headlines. Two monkeys have been found to be using the same Amazon account. When questioned to why they were sharing the account, they said they were prime mates. Months of the year are planning to go on strike over pay. We asked, would February, March? And they said no, but April, May. After many reports of a mysterious person lying in people's doorways, the police say they are looking for someone called Matt. And now our top story. The United Kingdom is seeing a decline of shops on the high street. 
as many shops closed down because of the high prices being charged by landlords and councils, leaving town centres across the nations empty and lacking in a sense of community. We've sent our chief reporter to a town like many towns in the UK that is in a steep decline. He's in the town of Paddlechurch. Rob, can you hear me? I well, just wonder if you could help me. I'm just to give her a book by someone called Anita Dobson. You might know her. She's from the 1980s. Rob! She's got a book called My East End. Rob! Do you stock it here? No, sorry, mate. We're a butcher's. We sell meat. Oh, well, I'm sorry to bother you. You want some pork? Rob, you're live on the Piccolo Pod News. Can you hear me? Oh, hello, Brochetta. I'm just trying to do a bit of shopping around the town for my mum's birthday. Have you managed to speak to any shop owners about the high rent being charged on the high street? Oh, sorry, Brochetta. I'm just walking into where the, excuse me, do you sell my East End by Anita Dobson? No, we're a laundress. Well, thank you. Sorry to bother you. Do you want to wash some clothes? Rob, I feel that was an opportunity to ask the laundress owner about the high prices they're being charged. Sorry, Brochette, did you say something? I'm just going to pop into this shop over here. Have you managed to speak to any shoppers about how they feel about the town centre? Oh, excuse me, I just wondered if you stocked My East End by Anita Dobson. Rob. No, we're a bakery, we don't sell books. Oh, well, I'm very sorry to bother you. Do you want a cake? Oh, do I want a cake? Rob! Uh, Rob! Yeah, I think I'll take two of your custard tarts, please. Rob! Sorry, Brochera, were you saying something? Have you spoke to anybody from the town council about what they plan to do to revive these town centres? Uh, have I spoke to the town council? Let me think about that. Well, no, actually, I ain't. I've been so busy trying to get this book for my mum, I ain't had time to do anything. It's a Wednesday afternoon. Are there many shoppers on the streets? Oh, sorry, Michelle. I'm just going to pop in here. Now, excuse me, sir. Do you stop my East End by Anita Dobson? No, sorry, mate. We're a hardware store. We sell nuts and bumps. Rob, interview him. Oh, well, I'm very sorry to bother you. Rob. Interview the man. Do you want to buy a spanner? Well, unless it comes with an autobiography by Anita Dobson, then I'm afraid, no, I don't want to buy a spanner. Rob, have you thought about going to the bookshop to buy your book for your mum? Well, it's funny you should say that, Brochere, because there isn't any bookshop on the high street anymore. It's like all the shops are shutting down or something. It's weird. Maybe we should do a report on the lack of shops in the town centre. That was rubbish reporting absolutely nothing from a town called Puddlechurch. My name is Brochetta Pomodoro. Good evening. Piccolo's News. The newest news that we knows now. Papa Piccolo! Oh, hello, Mr Piccolo! Papa Piccolo, where have you been? I've been worried about you. Oh, I've just been down the supermarket, ain't I? Why did you go to the supermarket? We're meant to be at the fun fair. To buy some carrots. What? Why are you buying carrots? You said, eat some carrots as well. Did I? I don't think I did. You said to me, you're going to buy some candy floss, and while you do that, eat some carrots as well. No, I didn't say that. I d- oh, I see what's happened here. I said, meet me at the carousel. Yeah, eat some carrots as well. No, meet me at the carousel. Yeah, well, I went to the supermarket and got some, so we're all good now, yeah? Yes, you've got the carrots. Now, should we go on the ghost train? Hey, a boat plane? What's a boat plane? No, not a boat plane, a ghost train. Doesn't matter, follow me. A boat plane? What these kids get up to these days? It baffles me. Back in my day, we just used to have a stick in the wind. Goodbye to the Piccolo Pod Squad I hope you've enjoyed our time You've 
Stay to the end and that's a jolly good sign Now listen very carefully to the next line Mr Piccolo and all his friends Would ask one thing of you Like and subscribe and tell your friends And maybe write a really nice review Piccolo Paul Dan